Hey guys, Austin here. Wanted to drop in before we jumped into this episode, uh, just to give you a little bit of a trigger warning. It's entirely possible that in this episode, uh, there may be some sensitive topics broached, um, and we just feel like it's important to let you know so you can make an educated decision for you and for your families before you uh, listen today. Uh, don't worry, there's no explicit language, there are no sexual innuendos or anything like that, but we do want to give you fair warning that in the Ask Us Anything portion of this episode, it is entirely possible that your favorite restaurants will be roasted. Yeah, you know, we love you and we're here to tell you the truth, and if that means that you don't have taste, you know, we may be the ones that break it to you and that's okay. Uh, in all seriousness, guys, we really appreciate you listening to this each week, um, and we really love getting to engage with you when you send in questions. Uh, so subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to so that you get notified whenever we upload a new episode each week. We hope you enjoy the show today. Thanks again, birdies. been a full week since last week did this yes it was, has. La- was last week crazy for you last week just went by in a literal flash really just a blink for me yeah yeah monday to monday yes yeah oh wait we broke the fourth wall i don't think they're supposed to know it's monday because this comes out on Wednesday. oh yikes it's fine <laughs> anyway was it a good flash of a week or um it was so i actually um i had a big life change this week oh. i yeah i um I quit my job, and so now I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. Wow. Yeah. Wait, uh, whoa. Did you know that was coming, or was it like in a— I've been going back and forth on it for a couple weeks, and I finally just had to make the decision. Okay, so it wasn't like something happened, and you're like, I quit! No, no, no. I've been going—I've been toying with the idea for a while. Gotcha. Um, Just with, like, she's going to be—like, she's two. Yeah. And so next year, she'll start K3, and, like, that's real school. Yeah. Like, you start— that's real school. Yeah, like that. This like, this goes on your permanent record. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> if I if I want to be home, like this is the year to the, to do it. So just so, all in. So we Good are going to be home. Me and Caroline are just going to be hanging out. Good for you. That's awesome. I'm really excited. I um I mentioned at the table a couple weeks ago that like this is the first time, and I, I even mentioned it on here too that I've yeah. been, I've like been in a restful season right I've never like had something to do right and um that's been really nice for us it probably feels very purposeful it does it does and um I've I've enjoyed it so much and I mentioned like um it was like we did the three questions and it was like what are you afraid of and I was like I'm afraid of August coming and like filling up my life again and going 100 miles an hour but because you felt like this is the first time you've been able to be present in that way yeah or? just like just restful I mean I, I've just never been in a season of like what am I gonna do today wow. I don't know let's figure it out that's that's awesome yeah so I'm I'm really looking forward to it I think um it's gonna be great good for you Such that's a blessing that's like a that's a yeah a blessing that you get to do that but also like just a 
that's a big commitment too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a it's like a full on brakes situation. Mm-hmm. Like we're stopping, we're paying attention to this right now. Yeah. Good for it's you. It's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's that's why man, your household has just been full of big decisions this week. Yeah. You did that, Andrew cut his mullet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He was like, I bet you're going to talk about the mullet on the podcast, aren't you? And I was like, absolutely I am. I mean, (laughs) I really did like it, though. Like, he came in, and I was like, it's kind of a whole vibe. It's not. It kind of inspired me. Like, I wish that I still had my long Mm. hair so I could do that. No. But here's the thing. His hair isn't that long. Mm. So. So it's awkward, and it doesn't look good. Well, no, like, I'm thinking maybe I could pull it off from stage, you know? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've been thinking about. Ben and I were so different that the contrast was evident on, on stage. Mm-hmm. Nate and I are around the same age. Yeah. Maybe I need something to set me apart. Maybe Is it's it the mullet? mullet? Maybe it's a... The stash? Maybe I should bring back the mustache. I think you should bring back the stash. Okay, maybe I'll do that, not the mullet. The stash was a better look <laughs> than, than a mullet. Boy, <laughs> Somebody said Haters. the other day... Haters. <laughs> they were like... I love I love Andrew's mullet like it's really giving uh, like like Morgan Wallen vibes and I was like please don't hype this up dear God don't tell him that please don't hype this up because it's not good we don't like it that's that's really funny I asked Caroline I said Caroline do you like daddy's hair and like she's at a, a stage where she just repeats the things that you say like right. she can't exactly say yeah, yeah. yes mommy I do or no I don't she was like like daddy's hair You're like, don't not that and Andrew was like see? yeah see? she's the only one that matters <laughs> around need, here he needs to take a ton of pictures with Caroline right now like while he has his hair for <laughs> her senior <slash laughs> that's show. right just so it'll show up like 16 years from now on everything oh my gosh that would be really really funny it would that's a great idea uh Andrew's hair may have been the highlight of my Sunday morning oh um, my gosh but it was a really good Sunday too yeah it was it was an it was a really awesome talk the ice cream floats too mm. I was a big fan I, of the root beer float man people like went after the root beer floats I thought that maybe there would be more like coke or fanta or everybody I talked to had root beer I guess mm. it's nostalgic yeah <clears throat> and the lines for the root beer floats were, like, were long. It was like people were camping out like a sneaker release or something. I mean, I went, I went to go get, pick up Caroline from kids, and then I came back, and the line was already, like, yeah. all the way down the hallway. It was intense. I was like, okay, we're going to wait yeah. and let all the other people it was, get the things. It was it was fun. It was a good Sunday. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. You're trying to get us on topic, and I'm excited <laughs> to talk about ice cream. So uh, so we, talked, uh, we started a new series. Yes, we did. Uh, the Unexamined Life. Uh, it is a brief summer series. Um, we've got uh, three or four weeks in it before we kind of get into our fall. Man, it's crazy. Fall is almost already here. I'm ready. Favorite season. Same. I like I like layers. Mm. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You I'm just like... reminded me of Shrek. <laughs> 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 okay, well, now we're getting into the series. So, so the unexamined life. So we get in yesterday, and, and this is, Nate did a good job of setting it up, but for those of you that may not have caught the connection, the unexamined life is based on a book called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality uh, that we actually do as part of one of our, uh, it's one of the steps within our discipleship process. Nice. Uh, and it's also going to be a group that I am leading in the fall too. Ooh, exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm leading one for the guys and Reshma is leading one for the ladies. Um, but it's an eight week group that will start on August 13th. Too. So everything that we're talking about in the series, we'll get to go a little more in depth on. That's awesome. Um, but the book itself is basically like, 
the big idea is for you to grow as a Christ follower, for you to get to know God well and in turn love other people well, you have to, um, you know, be able to look inward a little more and do some, um, I don't I don't know, some work on yourself to mm. reach that kind of emotional health. Yeah. Um, and I guess the whole point is that your emotional health actually does play out in your spiritual life. Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking yesterday, like, this is such an odd, not at vertical, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, this is an odd thing to talk about in church, I think. Yeah. Like, if most, if somebody showed up from any other church in town for yesterday's teaching or for my teaching this next week, like, it would feel a little weird, right? Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so, too. People don't like to talk about what they did in the past. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Mm. It's it's a scary thing to talk about how your past, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally, like, feeding into where you are yeah. now, too. Um, so there's a ton of things that we can talk about on this, but I, I, I did want to get your take on it. What did you think of the talk yesterday? Did anything stick out to you? I, I know you were in the in the room, and you weren't on stage for I know, one. I was so in the gray chair. Yeah, so was, you, were, you were there for the whole thing. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. was, like, super excited to sit there and, like, Enjoy really, yeah, really take it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually came in through kids yesterday, and Tiffany was like, oh, my gosh, you're just, like, a <laughs> normal person you're, you're in here. You're just a person you're today. You're just a normal person. I'm like, I know. It's a weird feeling. I saw pre-roll going, and I was like... Oh, no. oh, wait. <laughs> I don't have to sprint I don't have to, to go anywhere. Yeah, that's right. Let me pull up my notes here. Oh, wow. I know. I even got to take notes yesterday. Was... Like a full, full on birdie. Yeah. Look at the, the um, Apple notes. Oh, yeah. Apple notes, baby. Are you a, <laughs> are you like a shorthand note taker or are you like, you're very thoughtful with note taking? Um, I think I'm thoughtful with note taking. Like, like, read me one of your notes. We'll, we're going to get into real content in a second, but read me one of your notes because I want, <laughs> I want to compare what these are like. Okay, I said, um, Nate asked the question, "What does an insecure connection look oh like in God, your life?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine will be like. Uh, Nate's question, insecure connection. <laughs> it's like, I have to return. There's two kinds of note takers. Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote out, like, some of the questions he asked. I wrote out, um, like, some of the verses and then his three points. Wow. Go back. You're like a pro podcaster. In order to get forward, intimacy, you can't compartmentalize your spiritual well, life. Well, looking through your notes, since you're a pro and I'm not, uh, <laughs> d- what what stuck out the most to you from yesterday? I, man, I was we, this could be a five-hour podcast. Literally, it all. could. Right. It so, could. So let's just kind of hit the the big points. Uh, Verdes, make sure you go back and listen to the talk. He was but, a really, really great talk, yeah, 100%. So, so like what 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 was the, what stood out to you the most, though? I mean, like if you had to if you had to chat about one thing in there, what do you think it would be? What, what meant the most to you, maybe, mm-hmm. is a better to say it did you get triggered easily because that was what was modeled for you that same thing yeah Yeah. that question hit me like bricks yeah I went through like a whole kind of like roller coaster of emotion with that Mm -hmm. because I I don't know about you let's just go ahead and, and unpack this I don't know about you but for me at least I, I get into parts of myself that I'm trying to mature or evolve in, especially spiritually. Mm-hmm. And it's and I will rub up against something that like, oof, that's historical yeah. for me. Like Ben used to say, like, if I'm becoming hysterical, it means that it's probably historical. Mm-hmm. And so I'll dig into something and it's historical. And it's like, well, you get to something with your parents or you get to something with family or you get to something with an old, old friend or something. Yeah. And it's like, you love them and you know that they had your best intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. but also growth has to take place. So it's a bit of an awkward place to, do you ever feel that? 
all the time. It's a weird place to be, right? Yeah, my yeah. parents were in the room yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. So, like, how, so what does that look like for you? Without getting too, too personal, but, like, yeah. what does that look like for you? Um, in, in my household growing up, it wasn't very, it wasn't a common practice to, like, what's wrong and to go into a lot of detail on it of what was actually wrong yeah it was like get up you're fine let's keep going yeah and so that was a I mean that played a big part into how I feel emotions and how comfortable I am with sharing and expressing my emotions and what I'm naming the feelings that I'm feeling. Do you think that you have a tendency now to sort of cover up instead of explore those feelings? A hundred percent. And Andrew and I, we just had a conversation about this very recently. Um, He did something so small and it like... The mullet? No, not the (laughs) mullet. Okay, go ahead. It was like so minuscule, like not important at all. Yeah. But it just like it triggered me and I just completely, I I will 100% shut down and I will not say anything. Yeah. And that's how you know you have upset me. Yeah. When I stop talking, it's over with. But so, so even though it was a small thing, it hit on something that was like, it was big enough that it caused the shutdown, yes. right? But it wasn't necessarily that his actions were that big of a deal. It was that you didn't know how to express it at the mm-hmm. time. I didn't know how to express it at the time. And I think that the small thing was which goes way deeper, but I don't think that I felt heard uh, yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And that's also something like not feeling heard. I'll completely shut down, even yeah. if it's over something small. Yeah. So not being heard, completely shutting down, not knowing how to express what I'm feeling. It took me like the whole ride home. We were coming from like the Children's Museum in Jackson. Nice. So it was like underrated, I've heard. It's really good. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) So it took like 40 minutes, you know, to get home from there. By the time we pull in the driveway, I'm like, okay. Okay. Now. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll tell you now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you, okay. So I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of things here. A couple of things come to mind when you say that. So for me, that actually explains a lot about you because there are there are a couple of things about your personality that that actually lines up with. Number one, you are very like loud and bubbly and like kind of the, that, you know, I, 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 even yesterday I was talking about how you're a great host because you're kind of that life of the party situation. Like, thank you. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just name spiritual gifts. But part of that, I wonder if part of that too is like, this is where I am heard is mm-hmm. like when I'm doing this. But the other side of that too is that optimism that comes from that. Do you think that that is ever a mask for the things that you're not able to express? Yeah, hundred percent. Man, that's such a, I, I identify with that in a different way. Mm-hmm. So for me, and this is something that we've been talking about as a staff, even a little bit um, in emotionally healthy uh, leadership. It's mm-hmm. kind of a parallel to the other book. But, you know, we were talking about our family history and things like that. And, you know, my like my dad wasn't around a ton when I was little because he worked off and that's just kind of mm-hmm. what he did to make a living to take yeah. care of us. But I was the oldest of four boys. And so it meant that a lot of the times I felt very responsible for that. And so like where you're saying like you tend to shut down when you don't feel heard. My mode of operation is like, I'm just going to get in and get it done. Yeah. Which can be very damaging if I don't voice or listen to, or I'm sorry, if I don't listen to what, like what other people are feeling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a weird thing because it's like, I learned that at a young age, you learned that at a young age and it comes from a good place. Yeah. You know, 
but it's not necessarily the thing that's going to equip us to go deeper in our relationship with Jesus. Right. Like, have you ever been in the place where you're like, I don't know how to voice what I'm feeling right now. And so I'm just not going to pray about this. Hmm. Like you do, you, does that shutdown go into your spiritual life? Do you think? Yeah, I think it, it had a big factor and I really didn't even know how to pray because yeah. I didn't know, I couldn't name the things that I were, that I was feeling. Um, I didn't know how to have like deep, meaningful connection. Whoops. No, you're good. <laughs> didn't mean that I, I didn't know how to have like deep connection with people because it wasn't something that was, yeah. That was around in my household. Can, um, I, can I guess that like prayer for you probably for a long time, just hearing you say that was, God, thank you for this. I'm grateful for this. But when it came to hard things, it probably wasn't. It wasn't. It was non-existent. It was non-existent. Man, that's, that is, there are so many people, I think, at Vertical and just in general, who are modern day Christians trying to follow after God, who don't know how to express that part of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's for the same reason I'm that sure. you're talking about. Yeah. It's a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. yeah. And so like, what is the spiritual side of that? Like, where do you find yourself now? Um, you know, you, he said triggered or whatever when historical things start to pop up, how do you take that to Jesus? And how do you reconcile that with your family or whatever now? That's a, that's the hard part uh, of that, you know? Yeah. I'm sort of in the, in the thick of that really? right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, stop me if I get too personal. That's too. Okay, okay. It's okay. I, um, I enjoy now, now that I have worked through some things, yeah. I actually enjoy talking about deep things and, having like a connection with people. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of in the thick of that right now with, um, one of my parents. Um, just, I, there's ever since I became a mom yeah. and like having a different perspective on things now that I have my own child, right. it's brought up some, some things from the past that have made me question, well, why was it done this way? I wouldn't do that for Caroline. Yeah. Why was that done this way? Um, makes sense. Yeah. And so I've brought counseling to the table. I've brought, um, different ideas of trying to have a deeper relationship and all these things. And, um, it has to be reciprocated. Yeah. She, they have to want to do it with me. It's a, it's an interesting thing when you are inviting, especially talking about a parent, inviting your parent into something like that. Yeah. Um, and at least for me, it is hard to do that without like feeling like I'm belittling them, I guess. Yeah. You know, like kind of where I've come to, uh, like I said, my, my, my dad and I probably weren't super close for a long time because of the distance, you mm -hmm. know, but looking back at it kind of where I, and actually this is something that Ben Derek, you know, kind of taught me a little bit and ends that, you know, like my dad did the best that he could with what he had. Yeah. And so like, it may just be my turn now to work on building that relationship with him and mm -hmm. kind of discovering a new part of that with him. And so like, you know, I, I look at, there are things that I really, I really admire about my dad. Mm -hmm. And if I look at something historical that maybe I disagree with, with him, it doesn't make those things that I admire about him not true. Yeah. But boy, do I tend to do that in my head, mm. I guess. So I, I don't know. I mean, we could. It's I, definitely a mind shift too. like I can 100 percent relate to like I'm my mom went through some hard things in her childhood. Yeah. And so with the tools that that she, I don't believe that she's ever worked through. Yeah. And so I think 
with the tools that she had, she did the best that she could. Right. And I I love my mom. She's a she's a great mom. Yeah. But there's some things there that we we just don't have a deep relationship, but it's because she doesn't know how to have deep connection with people. Yeah. And so the onus kind of ends up being on you or or, or on me to say like I want to investigate this at a deeper level yeah. and I'm hoping it brings us closer mm-hmm. and I want to invite you to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and that's a really hard conversation to have oh with man. your parents. It's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. Being the, the child to taking it to your parents yeah. is it's hard. It's, it's, it's very, very strange. Okay, and okay. So to take this even a step further though, because I, I'm enjoying this conversation, I'm even thinking about that, like maybe the way that Jesus does that with us. Mm-hmm. Because while I can see that from my point of view, dealing with my dad or you you talking about your mom and like how you're inviting them into something new, I think that's kind of what Nate was trying to say yesterday too, was that like Jesus, God has invited us into this new understanding of ourselves, mm-hmm. but kind of like maybe your parents or somebody else in that relation, like it, with that sort of relationship, so often we kind of refuse to take the step into that vulnerability. Yeah. Where are the places that you find yourself scared to step into that kind of vulnerability? It sounds like you've done a lot of work to like kind of slay those dragons a little bit. Yeah. But where, I, where, what arenas do you find yourself kind of backing, backing off a little bit? Um, honestly, boundaries in relationships yeah. is something that's really, really hard for me to do because I'm like a class A people pleaser uh. and I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I have to do what's best for me, what's yeah. best for my child and my family. And sometimes relationships are just toxic Yeah. and no matter if they're family relationships, close friend relationships and setting that boundary is something that's so hard for me to do because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. I understand that. That's, that's a tough position to be in too, because like you said, you're sort of in a transitional point of life. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you guys have had Caroline, she's a couple of years old. And so it means that you're starting to prioritize different things. And it brings up, you know, really big, beautiful things like you're talking about with your mom where it's like, okay, we have work to do here. Let's, let's figure that out. But also you kind of find out what's essential, mm-hmm. I guess. Like you start to pare down to what's really, really important. And that's a, that pruning is a hard thing to do, I yeah, guess. That's why I quit my job. Yeah. Just, I mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I have 17 jobs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I and your, right? Ide- and your identity can be wrapped up yeah, in those. Yeah. And what you're saying is like, my identity right now is mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's other things also. There's a, there's a, a large, a large portion of it at this time is being Caroline's mom. Yeah. Um, also, I find identity in a lot of other things too. Right. But yeah. um, serving or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Man, it, it, I know people have probably told you, but that's a that's a big brave thing to do. So good for you. Thanks. Um, that's awesome. I think for me, I I find myself so defined by like, I don't know, kind of kind of like you're talking about the things that I'm doing, and. I guess, I don't know, like I, I have a heart, I, I do that thing, I guess Nate talked about compartmentalization mm-hmm. yesterday too. Yeah. I do that thing where even as a pastor, I compartmentalize that spiritual part of myself into like, well, this is my work self, mm-hmm. or this is my time in the morning, you know, where I'm reading my Bible self, or this is the, this is the Austin that is at coffee with the guy that's hurting and needs spiritual advice. Mm -hmm. And then like my other goals don't always align. 
Yeah, yeah. and even if it's not like <clears throat> bad things. Yeah. You know, like um, I I don't know, like hey Austin, like spending twenty hours a week running and not time with Caitlin, like that that doesn't necessarily align with that part of yourself that you're you're compartmentalizing to the morning. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. like I I don't know. I I have a hard time drawing the line between like these are good things, but these are great things. And mm-hmm. so choose the great things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's, a, I mean, it takes a, a long time. Like, obviously Caroline's two years old. I've been thinking about this for two years, right? Yeah. You know, and finally just being like, Hey, this is what's important to me. This is what I need to do. This is what is going to be the best thing for her. Yeah. And this is what ha- needs to happen. That, that's, that's wise even in and of itself. Like, Basically, what you're saying is like, this is a process. Yeah. So be easy on yourself in that don't beat yourself up because it's a process. Exactly. But when you know, you know and do mm-hmm. it kind of thing. Man, the next few weeks of this podcast are going to be a lot like this, I feel like. This this series is going to be like... Yeah, these are hard conversations, but they're fun ones to have. They are, and I just think that this is so much of who Vertical is. Like, I've learned so... Even just working here, mm-hmm. like, I've learned so much about myself. I mean... I was not having conversations like this before I was involved in a church like this. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't learn how to have relationship with people until I started coming here. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Very positive. Uh, we're going to stop it there, though, because I, I almost took it into what we're going to talk about next week. But I'm going to pause and, and, <laughs> and we'll save that for, uh, for next Monday. Um, but... I do know we have a great Ask Us Anything. I'm excited about this uh, okay. one. Okay, let's, let's move on to that one. Then. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so Ask Us Anything. Man, people have been sending us these Ask Us Anythings, and they're getting uh, a little more and more spicy. So now we're getting... We're getting some food questions. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the people like the food they do. questions. We said we needed to stop with the food, but I guess people they want like more. it. I guess so. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine by me. I love food. Okay, question for the week. Shouts to the birdies that send us these. I appreciate it. Quote, unquote, I'm here for all the food talks, so I'll ask, what is the most overrated and most underrated fast food franchises? I'm ready for this one. This is like, this could either get us listeners or we might lose people <laughs> on this. This is going to get the people going right here. Okay, so should should we do, let's both do overrated. overrated and then we can both do underrated. All right. All right. You you look like you're geared up and ready, so I I'll let ready. you go first. Overrated okay. canes. Wow. I knew. I knew I was going to get it. <laughs> I've literally never heard anyone say that. It's subpar. <laughs> It's just chicken. Okay, let's hash this out. Okay, <laughs> what? Why? Why is it out of all the fast food? There's there's a multitude of fast food places in Mississippi. Uh-huh. Why raising canes? It's just chicken. It's just <laughs> chicken. I mean, it's literally chicken tenders, a piece of bread, and the fry and fries. Okay, so here's where I will concede: the fries are mid. They are like what? They're okay. The, I'm not. I'm not about the fry. And I will also say. I don't think coleslaw is a legitimate chicken, like coleslaw chicken tender Coleslaw is inside. trash. If but- you like coleslaw, <laughs> then I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the people out there. Coleslaw is disgusting. It's how, that you feel about coleslaw how I feel about cauliflower. But <laughs> I I will say you can put Raising cane sauce on anything and it's 
pretty delicious. Like, I think you just have to put that sauce on. You're not having it. It's okay. I wish that they could see your face. <laughs> I know. I have such an expressive face. It's going to be really great when we have video. So so, people will like it. So how do you deal with that? Because people want to eat Raisin Cane's all I the know. time. So you just have and to shut And it's catered them. here all the time. It really, like for every all event, the time we for every always Everybody's have Raisin like, Cane's. let's get Cane's. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's not that good. That's a controversial take. I I know it is. Okay. I, I literally told you it's going to get yeah, people yeah, going. Yeah, it really is. It's just not that good. Are you not a chicken tender person? Chicken finger person? I or? love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, so it's a rivalry. I mean, it's not like it's They're a not even rivalry. Really the same, I think though. that they're totally different. Okay. It To me, like the rival of Cane's is Zaxby's. You know, I forget about that. Actually. I know I because it it's not exists. good. <laughs> I forget it even exists. <laughs> because it's not that good. Okay, so Raisin Cane's. Wow, nothing I can say will top that. Like I, that's, I told you it was good. Okay, so here's here's my overrated. I, it's not that I don't like it. And actually, I should preface this by you saying. You're going to say Chick-fil-A. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. I love Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to preface the this. The Lord's chicken. Yeah, right. I'm going to preface this by saying, in my mind, when it comes to food, things are either overrated or underrated. There's nothing in between. So Agree. for me, the most overrated fast food place is Five Guys. Mm, yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, Five Guys is fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to go if I'm going to eat a $25 burger. I'm not going there. It better have wagyu steak in it. Like I, yeah. I and and I also don't get why people go to Five Guys and dip their french fries in the vinegar. Like Ew. like what is that a But that's a thing there. Like That's disgusting. People will like mix the vinegar and the ketchup and so like Five Guys to me and people kind of like Canes. People love Five Guys. I know. I'm not about it. I'm not about it either. I, I, I agree with you on that one. It's overpriced. It really, like, yeah, for what it is, I don't get it. And, like, I just want, like, I mean, I love French fries, but I don't need a whole literal brown paper sack of fries. Yeah, and it's, it's like, too much. It's like this gross, like, weed sack that they have it in. And, <gasps> and it's, it's like, all gre- the whole bag it's greasy, is greasy. It's, it's sopping it's wet disgusting. by the end of it. I just, I, and, and people that like Five Guys love it. So I, I don't know. That's not for me. That's how it is about Canes. And I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to circle back here and be like, <laughs> Canes, it's not bad. I, it's not like I don't, I'm not going to not but eat it But it's also it's not there. as good as people think it I'm is. I'm not going to, yeah, ex- exactly. The big reason that I will agree with you a little on Canes is, the line at the one in Madison. It's just chicken. I I'm would, just, I'm blown away. <laughs> like it's literally chicken tenders. <laughs> Do you remember when Raisin Cane's, like they, they were like, we're opening back up during COVID. And it was, like, people were literally Like to the out. movie theater. <laughs> it was, it was insanity. It was insane. God. Okay. So we've done overrated. Now let's do underrated. Uh, under, that was a fun one. That was that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. I, and I think they're both hot takes. Yeah, they are hot takes. <laughs> uh, okay. People are gonna come after us. I'm like smacking my mic. I'm I'm so amped up about this. Okay, so now underrated fast food. Okay, I've got two. Okay, that's good. All right, tell me what you got. All right, underrated is cookout. Oh yeah. Cookout is amazing. <laughs> I actually hadn't thought about that, but it may be the most. Cookout is this magical world. Where you can get a corn dog as a side item. And a quesadilla as a <laughs> yeah, side item. Right. It's, it's like what? You literally can get like 
a cheeseburger, french fries, a quesadilla, and a milkshake for like five dollars. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's delicious. Cookout is like they have like seventy five milkshake flavors. Oh, and they're and they're really good. Amazing. Yeah, I'm not even like an ice cream guy. I'm getting a milkshake if I go to Cookout. That's what I'm saying. I think Cookout is slept on here. I don't know because why. Because it's not close to anything. Yeah, it's I, literally in downtown Jackson. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, there's no reason I would ever I'm not be there. driving from Lake Caroline. You're right. All the way. But I will say, like, I was in Birmingham a few weeks ago, and I was hungry, and we passed a cookout, and I was like, we're stopping. This Absolutely. is it. I'm getting, yeah, no, no doubt. There yeah. was a cookout really close to my house in college. It was rough times. I feel like we're closer now. <laughs> like not everybody loves cookout. I'm cookout about, is amazing. I'm about that. Okay, what was your other one? Um, Burger King. Really? Burger King in Glugstadt is slept on. I Burger would, King has good French fries. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know where Burger King is. It's like you pass it every single day to get here. <laughs> From your house on the other side of the interstate. Oh, in Gluckstadt. Okay, I do you know where pass that one is. It I do know where that literally one is. every day. Is there one in Madison? There used to be. Okay, all right, cool. <clears throat> also, update, I just reached my step goal while we were sitting here doing this podcast, so we've been way too animated about these restaurants. I'm telling my, you. My arms are flying. <laughs> it thinks I'm sprinting. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, so between Cookout and Burger King, which would you pick? Cookout, easily. I agree with that. I, man, I, I'm kind of stuck because I don't know that I could pick a better one than cookout. I, when you told me this, I was like, I've got perfect answers. I think I think we're just gonna come with a consensus. I think that cookout is probably. I think here's here's the other thing that I was thinking about. I don't know that this is like. There's not one in Madison, mm -hmm. but I if I'm on a road trip or if I'm over like towards Brandon Flowood, I will always stop at Panda Express. Ew. <laughs> I, I, Panda Express to me is like so slept on. I'm telling you, I you don't and know, Andrew are so similar. I don't know if it's nostalgic. Andrew loves Panda Express. I do too. Like I to to the point that it's like it's unhealthy, but I will convince myself like it's chicken and rice. It's health. It's not healthy, it's not. but I can convince myself of that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Panda Express. It's not as good as Cookout, but I stand by it. Also, Whataburger. Yeah. If anytime we pass a Whataburger. We're stopping. You know what's slept on at Whataburger is their cinnamon rolls. I've never had their cinnamon okay, rolls. Okay, when I, I when I was in college, we would like be, we'll call it studying up at late at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. We, right. Yeah. At the library. Exactly. Like the library yeah, in Oxford. Right. Exactly. And then we'd be like, "Do you want cinnamon rolls?" And we would drive at three in the morning to Whataburger to get cinnamon rolls because that's when they're hot and ready. You know. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a fun Ask Us Anything. Yes, it has. Been a good one. I love it. Just keep sending us the food questions. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. Okay, I think we have some recommends. Let's go. Let's do it. Recommends, recommends. Ooh. Recommend recommend you know i had somebody uh send me an article about our recommend from did we do live music two weeks ago three weeks ago i think we did it last week was it last week yeah so somebody sent me an article because we were talking about taylor swift and they said that her what's the tour she's on the eras tour the eras tour they said that her eras tour was going to like projected to net like 1.4 billion oh yeah with a b mm -hmm. billion dollars yep that is insane. Well, that, she is a mastermind. I mean, honestly, though, like, we were talking about all those people at that concert. Like, it, 
that in my head that doesn't even translate to that amount of money for a tour. That's insane. That's like like she's going to earn like Jay-Z's net worth on this tour. Like no. it's insane. And in the meantime of her touring, she has re-released an album. I just I'd, uh, in the process it's crazy to me we're gonna have to get uh spoiler alert we're gonna have to get graham on here and y'all can just oh be, i can't wait be swifties all mm. over the place okay so it's my week for recommends uh and i have a good one i think this is one that is a incredibly personal for me but i'm curious to hear your take on it okay so i am a uh a bit of a snob mm. when it comes to a couple of things i'm a bit of a snob when it comes to coffee i'm also a bit of a snob when it comes to like some movies or TV shows, like I get really into like, this is how this TV show is shot and this is why this is important. And it like drives my wife crazy or whatever. So like right now I'm watching uh, The Bear and I'm, and it's like strictly, it's really beautifully shot. It's really good. I'm not recommending that. <laughs> that being said, what I'm recommending that you do, Verdi's, is no matter what you're into, no matter what the like level of expertise you appreciate when it comes to like, the things that you're consuming, you should also be able to take part and enjoy some really just like trashy television. Yes. Or like some, yes, like, Austin, you, you know what I you mean? You are in my language right now. <laughs> so, so every summer, uh, a show comes around that Caitlin and I watch together and it's God awful TV. Mm -hmm. Like it's bad. It is called Love Island. It is the British version of The Bachelor, basically, where they put these terrible 20 something year old couples on an island and try and make them fall in love for money and it's like the bachelor but worse mm. and sounds right up my alley as much as i hate it i love it uh -huh. like all of mine and caitlin's conversations lately are not only in terrible british accents but they're quotes from this show and it's like and i can't even help it like i say it all i have to, i in my house i guarantee that we speak to each other in british accents more than we talk in our normal voices right now it's that's really, hilarious it's so bad and it's like i i don't know but it brings me so much joy and i am mm -hmm. so in like the thing is it comes out nightly it, it comes out a new episode every night there are six episodes a week for two months straight. And, oh my gosh. And they're only like a half hour. What streaming service is this <laughs> it's on? It's on Hulu. <laughs> I think I will not start it today. Oh, this season is insane. It's so good. But anyway, so like every night for a half hour a night, that's what we're doing that for at least a half hour together every night. And it's like, it's, it's ridiculous how much it has overtaken my life. I love a good trash TV. I, it, I think it, it like alleviates stress in some ways. Oh my gosh, I, it's just mindless. Yeah. Uh, my my trash that I really enjoy is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. Yes. Very. So I yes. I started it from season one um, a couple months ago, and I'm on like I'm deep. I'm on like <laughs> season 19 now. Oh my god. I'm, there are 19 seasons of that. There's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians ended in like 2019 or yeah. 2020 and then COVID happened and then Hulu took over the show and now it's just called The Kardashians oh my and they gosh. have like three seasons of that. It's literally still going. What What is it about that sort of TV that is comforting? Because it's, I've never experienced this until Love Island. It's just so like outrageous. It would never happen to you. Yeah. Like they're just like getting in their Rolls Royces just 
going <laughs> going to Kanye's concert. Of course. In the VIP section on and a their, Thursday. Yeah, on their ten thousand dollar shoes. I, I just I think it's unlocked this part of me that like lets me care about something that doesn't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm sitting there on my couch with my little blankie. Like oh, yeah. I always watch it when Caroline goes down for a nap because I'm like, I need something that's literally dumb to watch. I think it's just like dumb. It's just ritualistic. Like yeah. this is what I'm I'm going to do this for a minute. It doesn't matter, but I'm doing it just for me. I mean I get my little blankie, I snuggle up, I put on the Kardashians. That's right. And it's just like I've been really into pepperonis too. I love eating pepperonis as a snack. What? Just like a. And so, like, I'll what? get like pepperonis and I'm just sitting eating my pepperonis just watching the cartoon. Like, just like a package of pepperonis. <laughs> what? I did not. I did not think you were going to say that. I can't recommend eating a package of pepperonis, but hey, maybe. Not a whole package, but just like a couple. And then, like, what? some almonds. It's like my favorite little afternoon snack. What? That's my recommend. Okay. Well, when I'm watching Love Island tonight, <laughs> maybe I'll about, try this. Yeah. Have some, really, I like the spicy dill almonds. Okay. They're delish. With the pepperonis. I mean, not together, but I'll make a little plate. I'll put some pepperonis and some spicy dill almonds and a little cheese. Okay. Where would you, maybe this is a, maybe this is our uh, Taylor Swift billion dollar idea. Maybe we make trail mix but it's like a charcuterie board like the things in a charcuterie board but, but, it's, but trail it's trail mix. so it's like little slices of salami and almonds or cheese maybe that's it it's not a bad idea yeah okay i've, I've heard worse ideas <laughs> okay, maybe we <laughs> maybe we do that and we sell it in the vertical store and we'll fund everything for reshma's home we can we can it's a good plan. We can adopt all these girls but you all just have to start watching trashy TV and eating pepperonis <laughs> with almonds. Okay, I think that's all we've got for this week. That's all it is. You're welcome for the laughs. I feel like I know you much better after this week. There, <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next Wednesday uh, for, the, uh, for the next episode. And uh, we hope to see you Sunday, too, for week two of The Unexamined Life. See you there. All right, bye. Bye.